you've seen the guys, now here are the cycle-mad mamas who ride with them. This picture is not for those who think that all women sit by the fireplace knitting socks. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Talk Moto to Me. I'm Kara. And I'm Connie. I just felt like, like spicing it up a bit. <laughs> and um, today we are actually at Quaid Harley-Davidson, and we are talking to the gentleman from Dixon Flannel Company. So, guys, you want to introduce yourself? I am Danny from Dixon. Justin from Dixon. You! You! <laughs> Dude, I feel like that word gets really overused, like on our. On our on Why our would that be used or overused, Danny? I don't know. Is that even a was was that a word? It was more like a noise, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, but when you have to transfer it into social media text, it's like, a word. You know, then it comes out, and that's a weird one too. So like Y E W W W. Like if you say that to like a girl after they send you a picture in a flannel, like instead of being like you, like that's rad. Like yeah. they might yeah. be thinking you're saying yeah. <laughs> You I think if like, you, I feel like a pH would, like, I don't know, maybe not a pH, whatever. Um, if you put a pH in front of it's like, I didn't send you a picture. You're like, Phew. I didn't want to see it anyway. Right, that's more like a like, wipe of the sweat away. All right, fuck you guys. They're like, these fucking assholes, man. I'm out the gate, shitting on my dreams. Hey, they're just, you they're just about, like eating a gallon of ice cream. Yeah. Well, it's almost like a tradition now that I learn about a new word because I didn't know what fangirl was. And now um, a lot, real. lot lizard, a <laughs> new word. Okay, I'm going to start a little like word of the day. I actually had like a genuine word of the day app because I like to keep it fresh. But these but are now like. Now I just need to, it should be like urban word of the day. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Urban yes. dictionary. Yeah. Word of the day. Urban. <laughs> See? Yeah. Fucking, I'm always But you up. need to be careful about combining those days because you don't want a fangirl at lot lizard. <laughs> no. That shit. Oh, no. That's like. That's That'd be a bad shit. combo, I guess. Yeah. That's a scary, dirty word. <laughs> do you think that now if someone... Do you think that Lot Lizard is in the Urban Dictionary? Oh, oh sure. it has oh, yeah. to be. Absolutely. If not the real dictionary. Yeah. They're putting some fucking weird-ass right, words in the weird in the real dictionary. Have you guys uh, looked up your name in the Urban Dictionary? No. Do it after no. this. Do it wow. after this. She said I wasn't allowed to use my phone right now. <laughs> I said fucking after this, okay? God. <laughs> Anyway, so for some of our listeners out there, maybe they don't know who Dixon is. They could be, like, on a different planet. So, fucking let's get into what you guys do. A little, just a background of what you guys do. Yeah, maybe, like, how, how like, what made you want to start a flannel company? Well, well, Kara just said that you're a flannel company. So I'm sorry. That. I just ruined the surprise. <laughs> Mostly we got into it for, um, like, the skate park in the warehouse. Um, the like the nudes, the pictures over the internet. And, Did you uh, say the nudes? Yeah, yeah. Like all the, the, internet, the yeah. nudes and the then caboose. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then we figured out the way to do it was like to sell T-shirts. So yeah, there we go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that was very big. I was like, don't share our secret. With okay, everybody. so we set out to like basically. I got super pissed that people were sending me care packages with finals, and, and this is like four or five years ago. And I, um, I worked at a, I was at a motorcycle shop that me and my pops owned. And I've been in the motorcycle industry for like 10 years. And um, so basically when you wash them and stuff, they kind of went like super jacked. And like, yeah. the colors are all jacked up, mm-hmm. they shrink, it's just They like, get funky. You yeah. need like one of those uh, things to shave the little balls off. Exactly, and, yeah. exactly. They pill up like that, the pill <laughs> fabric. Um, mm-hmm. 
So mm -hmm. what we try to do is go back, make classic pieces like that actually functional. So, so we make flannels like that, you know, um, fix a tube sock, like stuff like that, you know, classic stuff that's like, that's our style and make it better. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so let's reel that into first getting into motorcycles. It was with your dad at this shop. That was where you started or did it kind of go back even before that? Yeah. I mean, I grew up on dirt bikes. Um, I've been riding since I was like three or four years old. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, and then I got into Harley's like probably like when I was 22, 23. And, um, then like my dad is super into the dirt side, so then I kind of brought that Harley element to it. Um, then later I worked for Harley, you know, left that shop, relocated, worked for Harley, all that kind of stuff. So um, the clothing company just keeps me enough attached to the motorcycle industry, which is fun. You know, most most companies don't get to do that, and uh, and you know now it makes it more fun because we're not I, we don't do that every day. I'm not working at a dealership. Every yeah. Day, so. Yeah. Yeah. You're not working for the man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You are the man. I, I, I am kind of. God damn, Kara, calm but, down. No, I'm You're flirting <laughs> now. No, I'm just fucking saying like he's the man yeah, that people I'm work man. for. Dude, I, I'm just trying to put. I'm just trying to put the heat on someone else beside myself. This episode, okay. Um. So, Justin, tell us your role. Like, are you just the fluffer? Or like, what's yeah, what's really? Fluffer, shaver, Boy, boy, no. Are you the hype man? Yeah, hype man. Yeah, that's that's like a good way to describe it. That's the shit. I yeah. put that on your business card. No, that's like an actual. <laughs> no, that's an actual job. Like it's that yeah. guy that's like in the studio with the rapper, and he's like, "Yeah, that shit's hot," you know, like. Well, so yesterday. The hype man. And another one. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, I called um, Chill Bill sweatshop's mascot so i guess that's where i should have said hype boy instead right hype boy hype, he's not hype, even a man, hype man. <laughs> oh, hype, oh did i fuck um hype i, I want to like take this moment fanboy i want to take this weird. moment to sincerely apologize <laughs> to you chill bill justin's like main job is keeping me alive for the most part that's been said a lot of times actually. yeah there's a lot I was, how i was brought on to do wholesale to handle all the wholesale accounts and then we kind of dialed the wholesale thing back. Mm -hmm. And with a team of five guys running a fairly big company, I had to kind of roll myself or find stuff to do. Mm -hmm. And it was very easy at the time. I mean, every day is completely different for me. I never really know what I'm walking into. Mm -hmm. I've got like four or five things I know I got to get done throughout the day. But between what Danny throws at me, what the warehouse throws at me, what our employees, customers, uh, I'm all over the place as far as taking care of everything behind the scenes at Vixen. That's kind of cool, though. Like, you get to, like, you're not just sitting at a desk doing the same thing every single day of your life. Like, oh. just kind of going into, like, a zombie sort of state. You get to, like, just kind of move around and stay stay excited. There, there's a lot that people don't understand. Like, when you're, when he is sitting at a desk, like, talking to a customer on the phone, he's, like, getting slapped in the face and shit at the same time. With someone else's <laughs> excitement? Yeah. dildos thrown at you like while you're on the phone with the customer i was like what is he getting slapped in the face with like that's the question yeah, that is the question of the day actually usually that is. Is. well so because someone's got to be fucking a grown-up on this and be serious for some of our listeners that don't know like what it means with wholesalers so uh you guys with your wholesalers that would be like harley dealers or different wholesalers. guys that distribute for you guys right yes, would be 
stores in other states. Um, I think we're currently in 23 stores. Uh, California is probably, we've got the most customers in California. I uh, just opened one up in Brazil. Uh, we're working on one in France and then possibly some in Canada and then Florida, New York. Um, it's all over the place. Yeah. We do things a little bit differently. Most, most companies out there are looking for a ton of wholesalers. When we pick someone that we're gonna, th that we align with. Yeah, like that's gonna like mix well with your brand. Yeah, exactly. Represent like, you the way you wanna be represented. We get a lot of applications every day and we probably set up like maybe one out of every, what, 120? Something like that. It keeps the hype up, though. Exactly. I feel like it's if if he, exactly like if you just sell to everybody, then you're just Levi's, you right. know, or whatever. It's like it's not special anymore. Exactly. We don't want to turn into button pushers. Like that's not our deal. You know, it's it's close. It's intimate. It's rad. We get to control a lot of the customer feel. You know, like what kind of service they're getting and that kind of stuff. That shit means everything to us. So. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. So, how did you guys meet? Well, Christian Mingle. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we shared the same favorite Bible verse, realistically. I swiped <laughs> left, so did he. Uh -huh. Cute. Oh, nice. Uh -huh. Cute. Uh, I worked with Justin at, so I was just running the service department at a Harley dealership. Justin came in and was selling bikes, and then um, he was selling bikes there. He became a like, parts guy there, stuff like that. So um, when I took off from Harley and started doing this full time, I kind of always have my eyes on pulling Justin out, and he kind of gotten done with the monotony of like being, you know, behind the behind the counter in the dealership kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And um, we we're able to pull him out, and you know, the rest is fun in history. So, so what, how long has that been? It's been like a year. Almost coming up right yeah. here. Oh, are you guys gonna have a an anniversary? Uh -huh. um, ice cream cake only. Is uh -huh. is he who who's taking who out though? That's the question. He's the man. He's oh, the okay. Man. oh okay. Oh okay. I tried. Good. He, he's into bears. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lucky for me. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So if you if you've only been with him for uh, a year, how long has Dicks and Finals been a, an entity? Uh, four and a half years now. Four and a half yeah. years. And then did you guys kind of what was? I mean, I know obviously Dicks and Flannels. So is that what was the first product that you guys were slaying in? Right. That was actually. I mean, from the get, like it was that was all it was going to be. It was just exclusively like, let's just be a specialty company and just, just cater to just this. But as time goes on, we like see other shit that it's like, I need to fix a problem. Like I'm not, mm -hmm. I don't believe in just, and I'm not knocking anyone for this. It's just, just my shit. Like, I don't believe in just putting something on like a shirt and just saying like, Hey, here we go. I'm going to sell to this market because this market's banging, you know, mm -hmm. like this what is I like hot to right do, now. Yeah, exactly. It's like solve an issue. Like put a glove out that I can use with my phone because I'm sick of taking off gloves. You yeah. Know? Like, Make a flannel that doesn't, you know, that doesn't get all jacked and wacky, like when you wash it and dry it, or like, you know. So we try to do stuff like that to really cater to being a specialty brand. So everything that we put out is like, we're gonna use t-shirts. We want to do t-shirts that are two inches longer than everyone else's t-shirts, so that by the time, you know, it like shrinks up, it's at like yeah, perfect length. That's know? always a problem. Brad always talks shit on me because I'll wash his shirts and then they're too short for him. Yeah, and see, his like, man I belly. I'm a, I don't like get in trouble for washing. Saver. I get in trouble for drying and <laughs> And then that's when I'm like, then do your own shit. Exactly. What? That, that's laundry. the reason why all of our stuff you could dry it too. Like we're just trying to save relationships. It's for the, <laughs> it's for the women. <laughs> it's for the women. Thank you guys. Yeah. Well, fucking thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, speaking of women, so uh, do you guys feel like more women are starting to buy your guys' stuff? And do you feel like it's women who 
ride or is it just for like the everyday women like no not really particular writers I, I can't say that we've gotten a definitive answer on this yet so the women's market's been really tough for us like I mean we got into it about it's been almost a year and we've had a lot of positive feedback but the thing is like you run into style mm -hmm. function mm -hmm. and sizing you know yeah. so it's mm -hmm. like half the women out there want to wear these things like you know like push up bras put the you know put the girls out there and then you know the other half of the women want to wear this as a functional flannel right you know some of them are riding some of them are not like you know it's like some of them want to wear you know the boyfriend flannel style yeah in the 90s some of them want to wear something nice and fitted so what yeah. do you do to like you know to go all you know all the way through it's hard yeah. women's sizing is super hard it's it's i mean i know because i'm five feet tall and nine times out of ten shit like doesn't fucking fit me because i am the size of a child but <laughs> but then you know like other people you know like you said they want them looser or whatever so it's like you have complete long ends of the spectrum where like guys stuff it's kind of just standard right. it's like small medium large extra large when done you, when you guys first started making stuff for women did you have a woman's input or was this just like from the top of your guys's head uh, we use like i mean i use my wife quite a bit like but i didn't i'm so picky about stuff that i basically used her as like as a hanger act like 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 a fucking what do you want to call it like a, a mannequin, a mannequin. <laughs> I'm like, bring your body over here. Let me dress it with a flannel. <laughs> and so, like, you know, basically take her to all these stores and we go sample shopping just for, like, different fits and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's basically where we took it from there. And then we tailored it up ourselves and kind of saw. So when we started, we tried to, like, pull on, do this, like, self-cut sample and stuff. And it just was end up wonky. It wasn't working, you know, because women have a different body. Now you try to throw in that twist that they're riding to. Yeah. And make, you know, the arms longer, stuff like that. So, um it's still in process. We're we're completely like we're a progression, always. Like, yeah, you know, it's always like, evolving. Yeah. Which like that's the goal. I yeah, think. Absolutely, definitely. You never want to be stagnant. So, so that's fun. It's fun stuff. Um. So, now you think now? Well, because honestly, I see a lot of, like, if you follow you guys on Instagram, there's a lot of you know chicks that post themselves and your flannels, and I think it's you know cool that you guys post it advocate towards women but how do you feel about like women in this community rising up as writers and it kind of being like a growing thing like what's your take on it i think it's phenomenal i mean realistically it, that part is changing a lot too and it's changing so much for the better that say five years ago it's like you would only take a woman on a motorcycle it's like whoa hot chick riding a motorcycle and dudes are just like oh you know like they're stoked so now you have you know women know about their bikes they, they mm -hmm. know they're talking about horsepower they're talking about you know um different pipes that they put on their bikes they're talking about all the different stuff which is super rad so you're putting putting it out there to say like hey get involved learn about your motorcycle you know focus on riding ride bikes that can be ridden you know instead of like you know when it starts off it, it was just at a, i think at a time at the beginning of the rides it was like big on choppers you know? yeah a lot of women weren't really riding like the raddest most functional bikes and then they started really actually getting into riding. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's sh I, I think it's starting to shake the stigma of a fashion accessory. You know, where I would say that there's a lot more men out there right now that are using it as a fashion accessory. Than <laughs> so it's, it's cool to watch that evolve and change, you know, definitely. Um, we got his opinion on that. What's yours? I don't have to agree with everything he said. It's phenomenal. <laughs> you just concur. Yeah, I concur. Um, I like yeah. totals. Uh, <laughs> 
coming from selling Harley Davidson, selling parts and such and stuff like that, you definitely saw the uprise of the females coming in, or the boyfriend would buy a bike, and then like that same day, the chick's like, I'm gonna buy a bike too. So mm-hmm. I think it's super rad. Um, more the merrier. The more people that are out there on bikes is better for everybody. So I mean, I think regardless of gender, it doesn't. I mean, it's just it makes the community bigger. Nice. Yes, that's what we like to hear. Yeah, totally. totally. Um, well, I have to say. So we talked about recently on a couple episodes, we, I had a friend who like went down with uh, no gloves. And for me, like I was guilty of that. I said that I, you know, I don't always wear gloves. I just, especially if I'm just like zipping around the corner, I just not do it. And then you see someone firsthand go down without gloves. That's not pretty. It's ugly. Yeah. And um, for a while, I had been riding my like winter gloves, and so they have like a they're deer skin. They have a really thick liner, and I had a little split on like one of my fingers. So when we went to MotoFam a couple weeks ago, I bought a pair of your guys's gloves and in a small and I fucking love them like it was like a whole new world because I was like I could feel a breeze (laughs) but like there's but I know they're still gonna work you know because they're padded in the right areas and stuff like that and it was really cool because I got chicks like DMing me like hey what size like they thought about you know getting a pair of gloves from you guys but we're girls and so obviously our hands are you know so I gave them my opinion do you guys think that maybe you'll even tailor it down a little more for like something specific towards girls if you are you going in that direction at all or possibly uh, this is our first run at gloves so it's like we're finding out that hands are even more difficult than yeah flannels like yeah they're, they're so unique you know so, yeah um, I'm super stoked with how they came out and it's it's nice for for us to come from a standpoint of guys that have been riding for a long time, it's just like, I know exactly what I want in a, mo- in a motorcycle glove. Like, I've tried on hundreds of motorcycle mm-hmm. gloves, you know? So it's, it's to be able to just try on my favorite one and we make it to the point that it's our favorite. Yeah. You know, and, it, and unbiased opinion, like, realistically, they're, they're rad, you know? So um, we most likely will make them for women, though, specifically. Longer fingers, you know, a little bit, like, um, thinner palm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, stuff. for me, I would just say, like, the width of the fingers. Like, yeah. that is the thing, where there's a little bit of room. But it's still totally functional. I think a small in, in your guys' men's would probably do the trick for en- any woman out there. Like, yeah, I, I want to say that, that that would probably be the, the ticket. It's just, like, <laughs> small will fit you all. Oh, but yeah. Super uh, that you like them. Right. No, I, I totally love them. And um, the phone thing is definitely, everyone's like, well, why would you want to use your phone when you're, and it's like, you fucking moron. No, I'm not like Snapchatting away while I'm riding. It's just like when I when get, I'm getting fucking gas yeah. and I want to look at my phone. I don't want to yeah. have to take everything off. Yeah. So let's like, I want to clarify on that because we don't want any come down on that. Like, I'm, no, I'm not texting and writing. But we get so bent about that. Yeah, well, you would talk, have to be like really fucking. Stories, like at 120. Like, <laughs> like, so my thumb is at work. <laughs> it's like a man thing. It's like. My bike goes faster than yours. I'm gonna prove it too. <laughs> on my Instagram. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. When Snapchat had that like mile oh, per hour yeah, thing, I remember yeah. that shit, that dude. That was fucking smart. Yeah, that was fucking retarded, though. Yeah. It's like I think I, you're I just asking for it. Trying to get it to work. <laughs> on the lawnmower. Yeah, on our race lawnmower. We got this race lawnmower so oh, we can come out oh. here and dominate on. Rusty Butcher. A race lawnmower? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Was yeah, that a challenge, good. I heard? 
Was that like you're calling them out? <laughs> kind of. Like, we, we tried to have internet beef, but we actually like talk all the time. <laughs> Drum up some controversy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. People just go they FaceTime all the time. I'm just mm. kidding. Fuck Rusty Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. We're going to have to get their side of this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're going to have to fucking get their side yeah, of it. Yeah, it will be interesting. It was, it was fun. Like, I was getting these text messages from Mark and just like, Riding around in his little go kart, he's like, "Fuck you, Danny Dixon!" And I'm just like, <laughs> "I remember that. Oh my god, now I'm I remember that." <laughs> and we were riding our like race lawnmower and like oh dildos all over it. And, like... Yes, <laughs> I fucking remember that now. It's bringing back memories, dude. October, we're doing because dicks make it go faster. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> it had like at least five dick power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What more could you ask for? Those uh, things were some monster, like, 12 inches, too. So they, it, it Who like went and bought them? That's my question. Dude, so I bought those on my eBay, and my eBay oh. has been screwed up ever since. Like, yeah, that like was a bad idea. Like, products, oh, recommended yeah, items. It's, it's that was a bad idea. <laughs> Threw you a whole other fucking... Uh-huh. It used to be like, oh, use dirt bike lever. Like, oh, there you go. You now know, it's like, like flashlights. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, dude, flashlight would be the coolest thing that came up. It's not even <laughs> rad like that. Like, it's like, they're just, like, fucked up shit I've never heard of. I was like, I can't believe for 32 years I never knew about this. Like Lollipses. <laughs> I was just like, why do I need that that red rubber ball? I don't know. I don't know what that thing's for. Yeah. Where, where am I supposed to put that? Um, so I kind of have a question just because, I mean, obviously there's personalities. There's all kinds of different ones. And do you guys feel like um, – Someone might say that you guys appeal more to like the broy Dinah guys and like what? It's, yeah, we're fucking no, talking no, no, about no, no, it for sure. Yeah, we <laughs> dude, we try to shake that perception sometimes, but I think it's like a timing thing that it's like you know. Well, Dinahs like, are super hot right now. Yeah, the whole and, the whole scene is very large. I mean, but and there's a reason why. And it's like the, the thing is, is like my first T sport I had was God, I don't know seven years ago I think or so and. Dude, it's because the bikes are functional. Like, yeah. You, you, they're, like, maneuverable. You could, like, you could ride them long distance. You could do anything on them. So, they're rad. But do we try to shake that perception sometimes? Absolutely. Like, we do a lot of stuff with, like, car guys. We do a lot of truck stuff. We do a lot of, you know, just, like, we're super into hot rods and stuff like that. Um, I love choppers. You know, I, I like, I mean, right now I have a couple FXRs. But are we, do we carry that stigma as the club bike brand? Absolutely. You know, and, and we have to tell people daily, it's like, I want to get a Dixon flannel. Like, I can't wait till I get my bike so I can get one. It's like, oh, you don't have to, you know, that's just what we like. Yeah. You like, know? you can buy a flannel. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> like we you can just buy so a flannel, bro, because it gets cold. <laughs> yeah. And on a day-by-day basis, the people that come into our showroom, like, our, our like, uh, demographic has changed to do things that we never thought was possible. You know, we have doctors and lawyers coming in. We have, like, you know, just, just kind of all walks of life. Yeah, see, and that's good to hear, like, coming from you guys. Kara and I seriously just had this conversation, and this stems back to, like, and this could just be, like, a thing that women do, but I think guys are guilty of it, too. And she was, you know, we're, going, we're taking it way back all the way to high school with her Roxy jacket. Yeah, her, and, like, because like, I grew up jacket it was. I grew up in Long Beach, and so, like, lots of surfing and stuff, and I just remember one day I was wearing a Roxy jacket, and somebody was like, why the fuck are you wearing a Roxy jacket? You don't surf. And I'm like, because I like the fucking jacket. Right. And it's like, 
I think, you know, like it, you know, it's the same thing with Bitwell and everybody else. I don't really think companies really give a shit if you ride or not. Like they're selling shit, like they're making money. Right. Like I don't really think they care who they're making money off of yeah. and who's wearing their stuff. It's like if you like my shirt, if you like my flannel, if you like my whatever, go ahead, wear it. Like I don't really think it. you need to be like a fucking badass biker dude to like rock something. So you hear that, you guys, for any of our listeners out there that are scared. Just order your fucking flannel already. Don't be scared. Just, just yeah. buy it. You don't need your, you don't need a Dyna, bro. I think it's it's different as you get older. So a lot of our consumer is is kind of our age, like you know, yeah. like twenties, like you know, into thirties and whatnot. And uh, you reach this point where you stop caring. It's like I grew up like like as a punk rock, like kind of like hardcore kids. Like I was way into music and stuff like that. So I wasn't into like the Inland Empire, like bro, lift the truck thing. And so it's like for a long time you're like, well, oh, where are you I, originally from? Orange County. Okay. okay. So it's like, I'm not gonna wear black socks and DVSs and blah blah blah. And then you're like in your 30s and you're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna have to drive a lifted truck because I uh, it's pretty. Those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you like you shake that stigma a little bit, I think, you know, and you start just not caring. Yeah. So I think we we try to operate in that mindset. You know, it's just like let's just make rad shit that that we like. And it can cross style boundaries. You know? Yeah. It can be worn so many different ways. A big eye opener for us is when we did Musink. We were a top level sponsor for Musink in Orange County. And we killed it as far as sales goes. And we typically do motorcycle events and people come up and they're like, I follow you on Instagram. I know you guys. You know, I'm going to buy your stuff. But at Musink, no one, the people knew who we were, but a majority of the customers were coming up or being introduced to us for, for the, the first, first time. time as they walked up to the booth. And we, we did phenomenal there. And we introduced the product to a lot of people who were either into tattoos or music, yeah. not so much motorcycles. So um, it was nice knowing that take the motorcycle out of it, that there's still a big demand for our product. Yeah. There's a lot of avenues that we haven't gone down yet and explored as far as marketing and sales. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like as a, like an outsider, I you know follow you guys on Instagram. My husband really loves your guys' shit. And um, he, I think, like, you could obviously see you guys are growing monumentally. So what is that for you guys? And, like, when did you feel like it was happening? And were you like, fuck, like, people are liking our shit? Like, when do you think that you kind of saw that starting to come up and it be something for you? Like, how did that feel? It's, uh, I think I have a hard time putting that into words even now. Like, you know, the fact that I get to do what, what I do for a living and you know and live comfortably is just is phenomenal you know it's like we have we have so much fun at work and you know what we do is like and touching base with our customers is you know that's that's the thing that's you know there's so many places that i've worked that you have a, such a massive disconnect between who your customer is and who you are or who like whatever part you're playing and now we're just like it's just our customers are like people we're just like brown down with we're just yeah. like rad like that guy's me you know mm. so it's like it's it's just super fun and um uh, it's uh we're super blessed I, I don't really i don't know what else to say about this well what did you um so in the beginning was it what you, what are you working with like were you working out of like your house like oh yeah yeah talk absolutely. about that growth of where because i mean obviously we can see you guys are working on your new warehouse right yeah so like i um i traded in my truck to get a scion because i didn't have where to put any of my product when we first started so i couldn't just keep it in the back of the truck because i yeah. couldn't take it in and out all the time and there was people like coming into my motorcycle shop like, hey, I want to buy your shit. And like, so I'd have it in the back of the Scion and just like pull it all out. And that was like everything I had. And when we first started out, like, 
it, it costs a lot of money to get started in a full custom sew, like cut and sew program. So we started out with like relabeling stuff that we could find that we thought was good, that we thought were good products. Mm -hmm. And so um, later on, when we were able to full on do our own custom stuff, which was a couple years ago, you know, it was a super scary time and everything, but it was, it was like, it was at a time when it was all in our house. Um, you know, it was 110, 120 degrees in my garage at night and like yeah. packing all these orders after doing like a, you know, 12 to 14 hour day at Harley. And, um, and it was just like me and my wife would sling out the orders. We had a baby at home. So it was like, I'd, I'd get like three or four hours of sleep at night. And like when the baby would go down, she would pack orders and like, you know, it's, it's super crazy because I think about it almost daily. Just it's a humbling experience. You got to think yeah. about like mm -hmm. where you came from, what you went through to do it, and and you know what it took. Mm -hmm. And then I just try to drive that home every day, kind of at work, so that you know, so that all the guys around me understand, like, hey, I had to do this to get here. Like mm -hmm. I'll, I'll like for the right team, bring all of you guys and we'll all full steam ahead. Like you know, yeah. to this. But we have to understand like where this came from and how hard it was. Yeah, you know? it's like this is the ethic that I have in. I stand behind this and Absolutely. yeah I think that's probably besides the quality goods besides the stuff is actually good and you know good-looking my husband I would have to say that that's probably the biggest reason he likes you and yeah I think as a couple that's in the same kind of you know my husband's a killer amazing artist he's that's kind of one of the first things that made me fall in love with him he's amazing he can just think of something in his head and put it on paper like where I have to reference if I'm going to paint something or whatnot and but yet he goes to work every day at a job that he doesn't necessarily love because he provides for our family and so you know we're a team and we try to work like he's you know lets me do this this is not my full-time job this is my side thing that I like doing I can't do it without him and I think that's like the kind of thing that I see you're very like open about thanking your wife for being like your your team player and getting right. and like that's kind of why my husband really likes you guys that's killer and that's always rad to hear because it's i think that's a different approach that we try to, or that i try to take you know um away from like what i've seen because it's you know with a lot of other brands when i was in those brands like i wanted to know what's going on behind the scenes i want to know like what this person feels like like what you know what's the full scope of this shit that's going on so like like what are the hardships and all this shit like i don't want to see rented Ferraris and shit like that. I want to know what the fuck is going on. Mm -hmm. And so instead, it's just like, open up the doors and let everyone know that we don't have shit to hide. Mm -hmm. Like, this is it. Like, y if you're buying a product from us, you deserve to see every single fucking facet that that is us. Mm -hmm. You know, and see, like, the different personalities that are there, what my life is like, what my family life is like, you know, what it takes to make our product, what it, like, you know, the struggles that we go to to get it to you kind of thing. And I think, like, that openness has been our biggest connection with everyone. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, you guys are always, you know, doing stories and Instagram posts and stuff like that. And I think that's really kind of what drives it home and really makes people like your brand is that they know where they're getting it from, you know, and they yeah. like you guys. You know, they end up being able to like you guys, so then they want to support you. That's killer. And that's, I mean, that's killer for us to hear, too, because we're just – I mean, that's just kind of what we do. You know, yeah, I think um, obviously one of your things is being humble, and I think maybe some a lot of people should go home and Google that word. But um, <laughs> that's like something that I appreciate. Like right. you aren't like, oh, we're super big time now, so like I don't. We are. We you are know. Super big time. <laughs> 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 Very corporate. <laughs> You're like you should be lucky to sit at this table with us right now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's like when we dropped the first be humble or like stay humble like shirt and it's just like 
Fuck yeah, I killed it on that. <laughs> well, yeah. So where do these um, where do these come from? Like, are they all your ideas, or has something been your brain baby that you put into this? I would, I, yeah, who's the who's design, the brainchild? I would say majority of it's Danny. I, I I touch everything in the building except for design and product development. That is Danny and probably two other people that work with us, but. He's very hands-on with that. I mean, like, fucking super passionate about it. It's not just, like, pick that, pick that. I mean, you're talking... To a fault. Weeks upon <laughs> weeks of dialing in one product. Yeah. Sometimes things get broken. Sometimes things get thrown. <laughs> but I'm not sure. He's, he's, he's incredibly passionate We're about We're on, like, our third Keurig. <laughs> Why are you taking out on the, on the coffee, coffee machine? What is wrong? That's that's just evil. Secretly, I know now what a mess it's going to make. <laughs> You're just trying to cause a scene, basically. You're like, yeah. what is going to wreck this place the most? Too much the testosterone, not enough skill. Fuck. <laughs> Equals broken gearings. Yeah, it, I mean, my team's phenomenal. So, like, you know, we all fill in gaps to where they are, you know, um, personally and like also um, I would say personality wise like mm-hmm. we are all very very different and it's insane but um, I mean Justin will tell you like I'm super intense to work with like coming to this stuff he he's like not not scared to do this with me because I like I'll have fun and mm-hmm. you know and kind of just like you know roll with it but on a daily like I'm I'm, I'm pretty intense guy I'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. we just went through interviews we hired another warehouse guy and I made it a point to tell him, I was like, I, I know you follow us on Instagram. I know you watch everything that goes on Instagram, but... Really do you know what you're getting yourself Danny into? Danny work is a completely different person than Danny on Instagram. Yes, he's a fun-loving dude. Shit will happen and all such crazy stuff will happen. We have a good time. But end of the day, we're all here to fucking get a job done. Mm-hmm. And we need to get it done. And I, I think that's the hardest part for people is, that, is differentiating. Like, we know how to, like, throughout the day, like, there's a lot of like shit that goes on and then but we also like take it super seriously you know so there's like breaks it's like oh my god design crunch i'm gonna be here till three o'clock in the morning but halfway through it i'm like riding pit bikes through the warehouse and yeah. like you know It'll be in the middle like, of something and then someone stops by and well that's yeah and like yeah like, <laughs> where guns going on yeah. <laughs> or crazy shit just happens and like i had to explain to the new guy i was like you gotta understand that shit pops off here. You had him sign a waiver. By all means, I want you to enjoy it, watch it, shake the people's hands that are coming here. But like 10, 15 minutes, you gotta get back to work. So. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's like a good thing though. I mean, you kind of have to keep it sort of fun, you know, and like that's the the cool part about like working with a company like this is you're not just sitting at a desk and like wasting away your life like you get to also have fun too but still take it serious because at the end of the day it's still a company and you need to make Somebody money you gotta stand behind too and you can't have bash it's shit. a hard balance but so we know uh that you guys totally we're, we're at recording right before bike night too so we're totally thankful you guys are fucking sneaking us in so i think the main last thing we want to get to is What's something new you guys are working on? I know we we did talk a little bit about maybe some podcast stuff with you guys, or you had yeah. So like we have. Are we allowed to talk about this? Well, you said we, <laughs> you, we we gave you the like, yeah, yeah, disclaimer. Totally. I got um I have a small like me and uh, Keith Sarlus from Sarlus and Sons Wine Company. We've been talking. We just did like a this phenomenal final with them last uh, 
this last year. And um, we're, we're talking about doing this podcast. It's called Bless Us Hustle. And it's like, you know, we're two hardworking guys from completely different places, but mm-hmm. we're very similar in a lot of ways. And he's basically a farmer. They make wine. Oh, cool. They make all the shit. It's, it's rad. Um, he lives up north. He's uh, really good friends like Harry Hart, Big B and stuff. They live close gotcha. by and everything. So every chance I get to go up there and see those guys is super rad. Um, so we're kind of like chiming in from AZ and connecting over there and then have like a bunch of people from different um like different sort of hustles if you would call them mm-hmm. like you know the standout like car car guys like truck builders like all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um so that's one thing we're working on um with the new warehouse we have a podcast room and like a, um we also have like uh, we put a bunch of stuff in there we put like a gym in there and um i haven't used it yet i don't know tell. if you can tell but i use it every day Dude, so side note on this one, this is fucking awesome. So we were in Born Free, and this dude just like comes up, you know, his like shirts hanging out of the back of his pants and stuff, and he's just big and gnarly, and like tatties are blazing, and the babies are just losing it. But anyways, <laughs> and like comes up, and he's all, "Yo, what's up? Like, can I get this?" But I don't know what size I am, and Justin's like, "Well, I think it's your medium." He's like, "I'm a large, and I'm way bigger than you." <laughs> Did he fucking say that? <laughs> Oh, you! I love it. <laughs> the guy's just like, are you fucking serious? Like, looking at him like, but I was behind the mannequin, so he couldn't see me. He's like, I can't see you. I'm like, check it out. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and just like laughing. Dude, that's the best part of the, about the events is like getting to have fun with everyone like face to face, you know? Yeah. They see that like everything that, that they had seen before, they're like, oh, this shit is real. Mm-hmm. You're relatable. You're relatable. I think that's a good thing. Like, I, I didn't have very much, like, I wasn't concerned going into this podcast no. that we'd have, like, a, so what do you want to talk about? Like, cricket. So I think that's great. Um, any other collaboration besides that going on that's coming out? Um, okay, September, we have a collaboration with Bell Helmets coming out. Bell um, Flannel, which is... That's something that you'll see at a lot of other dealers that we don't set up. So that's going to be available to all of Bell dealers. Okay. So, um, you know, so anywhere that you see Bell helmets, you'll be able to see that flannel. Uh, we're doing a Noveski collab, Noveski Rifle Works. Uh, they're basically like the Gucci of like firearm stuff. So oh, wow. they make rad rifles. Um, we have one with uh, Sacred Steel. Very where, cool. Um, so the Indigo Moon bike, um, we have a flannel rendition of that bike. That's super rad. All that stuff comes out in September. Cool. And then, uh, November is the next release after that, and it's chock full of just madness. It's just there's a lot of shit that we've been working on for for a while. That's I mean we have like 30 flannels coming out in the next like four months. So so, Damn. We, do, yeah. so we don't have too much traveling going on for you guys after this. No, no. no after this like we're pretty much landlocked in the we've desert. We've been out of town every other week for the past three weeks. So yeah, it's just kind of I don't know. It's just once summer hits, like it's, yeah, it's like 120. We're like, okay, this is a show circuit time. Like, bam, 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 let's hit it. And then we just get back into the warehouse and, you know, to the grind. down the, ha- the hatches, you know? Yeah. So. Okay, so for our listeners who might not know about you, I know you guys are pretty well-known in the community. Best way to look at your guys' stuff? Give me some outlets here. So, Ordering and Chris Instagram. Tinder. Oh, <laughs> Tinder. Well, are you single, Justin? Tinder? Why? Well, cause you're, you're, I just... <laughs> You're fucking throwing out yeah. Tinder, well, Christian Mingle, and your, you know, your buff bod, so. I'm, I'm twice divorced with seven kids. So very appealing. I don't like, know. Like, no baggage at all. Then. I don't know if I should 
believe you or not <laughs> at this point. Uh, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> Is that who really makes the flannels? They make got my seven children. <laughs> Did they get paid well? It's like two fifty an hour. Yeah, yeah. and it's air conditioned room. Yeah. No, once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's only Arizona. It's yeah. what like three hundred degrees there right now. It's a dry heat. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So uh, DixonQuality.com. Um, make sure you do two X's, D-I-X-X-O-N quality.com is where you can find most of our stuff. Um, we could also find us on Instagram at Dixon underscore flannel underscore co. Um, that's, that's where we put all the cool stuff. Cool. That's where you're going to see all the cool shit. Yeah, they do have some crazy Instagram shit. So if you want some entertainment, I suggest yeah. following them. <laughs> we're going to try to add some shit today. Yeah. We'll, we'll get some stuff on yeah. there. Yeah, definitely. I think a, a lot of people tell us actually they're like they'll come in and you know and they're like hey uh, well do you own, own a flannel and they're like no I don't, actually don't own any of your stuff like I just like watch it guys' stories <laughs> I just want to hang out with you guys <laughs> we're like all right well <laughs> so so those are fangirls yeah 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 you I'm guys trying to you put guys my new fangirls. words into making sense to myself so fangirls okay. and lot lizards and eggplant emojis you have yeah. to use both those words in a sentence today. Before the, end of the mm-hmm. Before the end of the night. You gotta work it into a conversation. Story that didn't happen. Makes yeah. someone feel awkward. <laughs> we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Um, but thank you guys so much for taking the time to meet with us and talking a little bit about your, yourself. We appreciate it always. Um, Carrot, you got any? Yeah, no, thank you. Seriously. I mean, because we are literally, we're at Quaid, Dixon, Harley Davidson um, bike night right now, and they just kind of squeezed us in. Like, before slash during the event so we are super thankful that they took the time out of there i also want to point out that our booth is completely unmanned right now because it's only the two of us mm-hmm. and you can so this, you can steal something <laughs> Wait, you guys should appreciate the fuck out of this we yeah. do fuck. We going, do. going back into that stay humble thing we're, fu- <laughs> we're fucking thankful yeah we're all humble no no thank you guys so much for having us we're super stoked the money you're paying us will probably <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Well, thank you guys, and uh, as always, thank you for listening. And until uh, next time, peace be awesome. with you. Thank you. you.